Hello, hello and welcome. It is Friday. It is Friday the 23rd of April 2021. I don't know why I'm starting to include the dates anymore because, oh, I'm hitting the microphone already. Um, Yeah, I don't know why I'm including it. Because <laughs> if people listen to it, then people listen to it. It's simple as. They're probably not going to go, oh yeah, that happened on such and such a day. Anyway. So today is Friday. Today is another end of the week. If, say, like, you're working, or, yeah, just if you're working, then it's another end of the week for you. For people that are still out of work or, you know, furloughed or whatever, Today is just another random day. And I'll keep saying that until until the days actually feel like actual, you know, days again. But at the moment, today is just another day. I don't know where, like, it doesn't feel like Friday. And I know people are going to be like, well, what does Friday feel like? I don't know. Like, most people just seem excited when it's Friday because... It's the weekend coming. For me, I work in the hospitality industry, so I'm usually working all weekend anyway, so Friday never feels like Friday anymore to me. So, yeah, today's just another day. Another day to get by, another day to survive, another day to live, another day to uh, cherish every moment and all that. But today is not only Friday. Today is the start of something new, which I'll get into in a minute. So, like I just said, today is another day. Well, a, a, a new day. It's a new day. Um, <laughs> a new day, which, I mean, just uh, basically because I've got a new microphone. Yes, I know. Shock horror. Another new microphone. I'm a tech nerd. I want everything like ridiculously uh so badly and all that stuff. But yes, I I I I've got a new microphone and I've positioned it differently on the arm today. So today I've got the arm up in the air like uh most podcasters seem to do when you watch them or whatever so i've got the arm quite far up in the air but then i've tilted the microphone down towards my mouth so i'm just seeing if this helps out anything or helps out in any way to you know the um just the tonal recognition of my voice or helping out with clarity in what I say and stuff like that. So you guys will have to let me know if this sounds different to any of my previous podcasts. Because this today, Friday, the 23rd of April, is the first day that I'm podcasting with this new microphone. So anything before this Friday Funday episode 
um, is basically my old microphone, which was the Rode Caster, I think it's called Rode Procaster, something like that, which I absolutely adore. I, I, I love that one, but I do feel like for some reason it just wasn't getting loud enough. Like, in the, I, I bought a cloud lifter to put the XLR cable through, and then you got to put the XLR cable through the other side into a mixer and then turn the gains up and everything. And even when I turned everything right up on the gain and on the mixer, it still didn't seem it was loud enough but i'd have to like get right on top of the microphone whereas this one you got like a little this one is the shore mv7 which is a usb and xlr connected microphones and today i'm using it through well i have been using it through usb since i've had it and i got it on tuesday or wednesday tuesday or maybe even Monday night. I can't remember when it came. I think it was Tuesday. Um, I have used it for the last two or three of my streams. I can't remember. Did I do two or three? I know I definitely did uh, gaming yesterday. Last night on my Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash back to the geek with the number two. If you want to check out any of my previous streams. Um, I know I definitely did one last night. Because I've been uploading some clips. Well, chopping down some of my footage from the Twitch stream. And creating clips so I can send them out on like Twitter and Instagram and stuff. And I definitely did use this microphone during the week when I did. A two-hour stream. My first ever two-hour stream. I usually don't stream anything over an hour, really. But my first ever two-hour stream on Goat Simulator, which was... I want to say Wednesday afternoon. Because it definitely wasn't yesterday afternoon. <laughs> it could have even been Tuesday night after I first got this microphone. But anyway. So the last two streams that I've done on Twitch have used this microphone. No one said anything about whether they can hear it or not. I won't lie, nobody really chats in the chats anymore. So, it's down to you people. I mean, I I know I can hear myself because it also has um, a headphone jack in the back of the microphone as well. So I'm listening to myself right now. And there's a little slider on the front, which is touchscreen slider. So I can turn it, like, down. I can slide my finger across down. And, yeah, turns the gain down. Or I can slide it back up and turn this. And this is at full gain, I think. Yeah, I think that's as far as it goes. I really can't remember what I had it on, though. <laughs> But it also comes with an app. Um, the app itself can only be used if you're using the USB 
you know, the USB side of things. If you use it through XLR, you have to use like a mixer or um, an audio interface to turn up the gain. But the USB part of it, uh, you can download this app, which is Shure Plus MOTIV, Motive, <laughs> just without the E. And basically all it is is just like a little thing where you can slide the gain up and down. You can change the EQ balance on it. At the moment, I've got minor uh, presence boost. The compressor's on quite heavy. There's a light, medium, or heavy compressor, or you can turn it off. I've got on heavy. The gain at the moment's on 28.5, which I've just turned it down to because apparently it's on 31, which I don't know why. I usually keep it on 30 when I'm gaming, but when I flicked through the uh, the clips that I did last night on Lego Jurassic World on Nintendo Switch, <laughs> the um, the microphone seemed quite loud, even when I had like my phone volume on pretty low. So I might just have to turn the gain down a bit, and you know try it again. It's all about testing test in each different level to see where it, where it's comfortable at for people and their ears so this might end up being a bit too loud but obviously if you turn your phone or your volumes down then it should be fine but i want to try and get to a nice balance where it's like so you're not always constantly turning up or down volumes when you switch from say my podcast to some music i want to keep it at like a nice consistent level but again that's down to everyone has to tell me because at the moment i have my headphones set at 70 uh but then my gain's down to like 28 and a half i think you said but before I had it on, like, the gain was on 30 and I just turned my headphones down to 60. And it seemed quite loud still. But now, at 70 on the headphones and 28 and a half on the gain, it seems... It doesn't seem too loud. Like, this sounds like a perfect level for my hearing. But again, everyone's ears are different, aren't they? They all... You can turn it up, down, whatever. Um, but this is also with me sitting about three, at least three inches away from the actual microphone, the top of the microphone. Like I said, I've got it suspended in the air from, uh, uh, from a boom arm and the microphone's pointing down towards my mouth. So I'm just sat back in my chair, really, which is about three inches away from where, the, like I said, the top of the microphone is. But see, with my Rode Procaster, even when I turned everything up on my mixer and going through the SoundCloud uh, thingy-majig, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> it's just a SoundCloud or cloud lifter, whatever it is. Um, I did have to turn my volume down on my headphones because otherwise you'd hear a horrible hiss. 
But see, with this, I could turn the headphones up like full blast and I still don't hear any sort of hissing or anything. But then with the road, I'd still have to like get up close to the microphone, kind of like this. So now my mouth is literally on the um, the wind thing what's covering the actual microphone. Ow, just whacked the microphone. <laughs> so yeah, I had to get right up close to it. And even then, it still didn't sound as loud as that just did when I did that then to test it out. So, I mean, at the moment, this microphone is uh, performing better in that sense. The road, however, sounded a bit more uh, condensed, more compact. So it sounded more, I don't know, should I say professional? Because, I mean, this sounds to me like, I feel like I can listen to myself talk through this microphone better than I could through the road. Because through the road, I still sounded like an idiot. Whereas this, I sound... I don't know if that's because I've put that EQ on. Like the, the present boost. Which kind of like... um, It seems to deepen some of my tones. So I don't sound as... Well, put it this way. When I listen to myself back, when I just record, say, like a video on my phone or um, through camera videos or whatever, like home videos that we filmed, whenever I hear myself back, I always assume that I sound like a chipmunk, but yet other people tell me that I have a nice voice. But to me, it's really annoying and scratchy and stuff. But again, I don't know if that's just because that's just the way my ears are set in the vocal tones and stuff. That through my own vocal cords, I just sound weird. I mean, I'm assuming everyone thinks they sound weird to themselves, right? It's not just me. I can't, well, I can't see it just be me anyway. <laughs> Um, but a lot of people say that I've been told I've got a soothing voice. Some people say I've got a nice tone to my voice. I've, some people say that uh, it's actually pretty deep in certain parts, which with this filter on, I can totally hear now. Like I can hear little bits that I say, which sounds deeper than other bits that I say. If that makes any sense whatsoever. But that's all going through my headphones. So I suppose if I took off the EQ and stuff, I'd probably just go back to uh, thinking that I sound like an absolute idiot, which I probably will. But <laughs> so with that being said, I'm not going to change the EQ on it. But the slider on the top is great. You can turn, you can, there's a button, a touch button to change between the microphone or the headphones so you can you know turn the volume up or the gain up or turn the gain down on the microphone or turn the volume down on the headphones if you press and hold it it will give you options to um 
basically use both at the same time, the headphones and the microphone. Like the headphone situation, I can hear now, even though the microphone is set on microphone. Um, But when you plug it in through USB, it'll come up and you can, the, the sounds from your computer will automatically come through your headphones anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But what I mean is, you can hold it down this press button. And then it'll like the headphone lights are orange and the microphone lights are green, so it comes like half and half. So then you can slide it more over to the microphone side of things to turn the microphone up, or you can turn the headphone up and turn the microphone down at the same time. It's it the way I'm explaining it sounds complicated, but it's true. <laughs> There's also a mute button, which every microphone should have, because you know, sometimes you need to go on mute. And then it also flashes red on the microphone side of this touch button if you're making too much loud noise. So if I go really loud like that, I'm really sorry for your ears. <laughs> but it like just went, it started flashing red at me. And then it turned up my gain, like, super loud. So I've just had to slide it back down. Anyway, yeah, so that's just... Basically, that's everything on this microphone. It's really small. It's quite hefty because it's proper metal build. It's by Shaw, which I've said before, Shaw MV7. They kind of... I've seen it come out, like, is it about a year ago now it came out? Uh, and then, but when I seen it like advertised and marketed, it said it's like for podcasters or streamers because the capabilities of doing USB and having this app to, you know, change everything on the app. Or you could plug it in by XLR. So it's kind of like the all-round microphone, I think they said it as. And to be honest, the couple of days of using it, that I've had it so far. It is actually one of the better microphones I've ever tried. And I've tried a few. I've got a few. <laughs> I've got the Blue Yeti microphone, which is USB only. I've got the Rode Procaster, which is XLR only. I've got uh, another USB microphone, Yuhuru, or something like that it's called. Which is the one which came with the boom arm. It was a set for like 20 quid or something. So, <laughs> But which the microphone actually did surprise me. How clear and crisp the sound was. Considering it was a cheap. I say a cheap boom arm set with a microphone. Because if you go online and look for a boom arm. And a microphone set. Like yeah there's a lot of cheap 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 options. But most of them are got pretty horrible reviews whereas that one had I think it was like 4.1 out of 5 or something which isn't too bad especially for 20 quid like. Um, but yeah so and then I decided to get this microphone because also the one thing what uh, stood out with this microphone is the fact that uh, some people say that you can do both at the same time so you can do both USB and XLR connect at the same time 
So I've got a wire somewhere in my drawers next to my computer. Oh, I got a, I got um, I got um, a, a, are they called shotgun microphones as well? Like one of them long stick type microphones, which I got because I wanted to put on top of my camera. But then when it came, it was ridiculously large because it was like fourteen inches. And I didn't read that. I just assumed it was a small one that goes on top of the camera. But, I mean, it still sits on top of the camera, but it's just ridiculously large. But, yeah, that's XLR as well. So, with that one, I had to get a wire, which was XLR to uh, a 3.5mm jack on the other end so that I could plug it into my camera. So, what I'm going to do at one point is try the that XLR wire with this microphone and put it into that camera that I use for streaming and stuff. And then maybe, hopefully, I can, you know, record these podcasts and still have whatever I say in this microphone also uh, record onto the camera as well as record onto Anchor's website, which I'm doing now. And if I can, then that would make spending this kind of money for this microphone absolutely worth it because I can then do videos for YouTube off my camera whilst using this microphone because I know you can do that anyway but I'd have to go through like OBS and all that stuff OBS studios and you know do do the oh dear keep hitting the microphone <laughs> do the recording side of that through that and then you know uh, do the filming on the camera and then try and link them up sync them up at the same time and it just seems like too much effort for me because i'm not like that massively a technophobe to know all the ins and outs of trying to do um editing and stuff like that so putting xlr cable in here and then having the 3.5 mil jack go into straight into camera and if it works that would be even better because it'll just save a lot of time really of trying to figure out how to like you know edit stuff but anyway yeah that's um that's basically <laughs> my quick um i say quick my in-depth review and uh talk about the microphone and putting it somewhat comparison against my previous condenser microphone the Rode Procaster which don't get me wrong I'll probably still use for some podcasts and stuff but for like streaming on Twitch and whatnot I'll probably end up using this microphone more just because of the touch controls on the top that I can turn it up or down throughout the stream and I won't have to you know try and tweak everything on the mixer I haven't used the XLR uh, capabilities of this microphone yet I will do at some point because obviously I want to test out uh, the difference in the sounds and stuff but at the moment this app the app uh, Shaw Plus Motive 
for the USB side of this microphone is fantastic. Like it has everything that I pretty much need in the EQ styles and yeah. You can also there was oh there's also a button on here. On oh dear. I just switched it over to auto level so now it's like gone ridiculously loud. <laughs> There's also like presets already built in. So you can press like um So when you come on the app there's an auto level which comes up straight away. So then this is what it sounds like when it starts off. Uh you have the slider there to monitor mix between the microphone and playback you have a button for near or far this is on near at the moment and then there's free tonal um, what are they call I suppose they're just like tonal EQs so this is natural so this is straight out the box basically this is what you sound like when you switch it on and plug it all in then this is dark kind of like puts like um sounds like you basically got a cover over your mouth like to me anyway it sounds like it's just turned everything deeper for a bit and then there's bright which obviously explains itself turns everything right up uh all the so this is basically what the mixer would do if you put it in a mixer you turn everything right up and this is how you'd sound possibly and then you could put it on far so So I can move my microphone way, way out the way. Like this is probably about a foot or so back. And you probably heard like the creaking of the boomer <laughs> and the slapping of the keys from the excess wire, which is connected into the microphone, which I have a uh, cable tied up into like um, a, a little ball. Because it's a 10 foot wire. I don't know why you need a 10 foot wire. But I mean that's what it comes with. So. But this is on far. And that was on far bright. So now it's on far neutral. And then this is far dark. But yeah. But what I like to do. Is put it on manual. Which I'm back on now. I'm back on manual. Turn the gain to however I feel is about right. Obviously, I brought the microphone back closer a bit to about three inches away. Uh, then you can, you know, the monitor mix is still there. The EQ, it goes straight back down to flat now. So if I turn it back on to present boost, 
and you should hear obviously my voice boost up a little bit and then the compressor's off so if I turn that back to heavy then there you go I should be back to sounding how I did when yeah when when I first started off this uh, podcast but for some reason it still sounds like I'm on the far setting but I'm not it's back to near now so I don't know if the microphone's still got to catch up a little bit anyway so I mean yeah that's now I've probably gone into a full depth analysis of this microphone so you're welcome so if you're doing podcasting or you're into streaming and stuff like that or you're just into like um doing you know like vocal recordings and you do maybe like i don't know what's it called when you audio books that's the word couldn't think of the word then but if you do stuff like that then yeah i'd probably check out this microphone to be fair because it has all the EQs, has all the right tools and stuff. Like I've just said, and to be fair, I've only used it for what was it, three, three full days at least. And yeah, I can't really see myself going back to any other microphone at the moment. Like I said, I'll probably still use the Rode one at some point. Maybe if I can, maybe when we're allowed to, you know, meet up with people indoors and whatnot, I could take my mixer and my mate could have the road one, I could have this shore one. And then I've got two XLR cables anyway because I need to put one through the uh, cloud lifter and then into the mixer. So I've got two XLR cables anyway. So. If I did that, then I could still use the Rode microphone at some point. So, yeah, it's never going away. It's in, it's, it's around as a spare. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but there you go. That's the Shaw MV7. Uh, I bought it myself, obviously. I'm not sponsored in any way, or they haven't sent this out for review. I bought this, even though I did tweet sure themselves to uh <laughs> to ask them their opinion which one was better because this is the smaller version of the mb 7b mv 7b something like that which is the one that you see on most uh streamers or podcasters especially like um what's his name joe rogan Joe Rogan's podcast, if you ever watch him on YouTube, you'll see what the microphone looks like. And you'll know what it is, because you've probably seen it a million places. But this is like, um, I want to say it's like little brother, little sister, because it's, like, it's, it's smaller than that one. But it's got all pretty much same capabilities as that one. Although that one apparently sounds better when you do like music and like if you use the microphone for music and 
playing your own music and you know singing and stuff whereas this one's primarily uh focused for the podcasters uh the streamers stuff like that but yeah i'm happy with it i think it's cool um also the build quality like i said is all metal it comes with this uh comes with like a little arm already which you just got to screw onto the boom arm itself and to be fair i think the way it's built i feel like this could last many 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 years like don't get me wrong the road procaster as well will last many 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 years because that's all metal and heavy as well so they're both gonna last a long long time but i can only imagine like through the app that comes with this you can also update like software update the microphone and stuff which you have to do when you first get get the app when you first plug in the microphone it tells you to like update it to the newest software update which i did so i mean through software updates and stuff this could possibly last a really long time, <laughs> if not forever. So, yeah, there is that to think of as well. Anyway, let's move on to a different subject. So, I've not spoken about anything really to do with this subject this week, but if you're a football fan, um, maybe a fan of these particular six clubs that were involved, or whether you're just a football fan in general. Um, you may have seen news throughout this whole week, which has basically dominated the sport sporting news. <laughs> Uh, it's basically taken over COVID from the seams of things, like in news, news-wide related subjects, <laughs> shall we say. Um, basically, six English clubs signed up to form a new Super League, European Super League, with three Spanish clubs, and three Italian clubs. And they were like the main 12. That was going to enter this new league. With a further three joining. As. um, How did they word it? As like the founding members of the league basically. So that would be 15 clubs as the founding members. And then there was going to be five spots. That would be procured are based off other teams' successes throughout the season. So then the next season, then they would join the Super League. In total, they wanted 20 teams, so it's like a proper league league. But the 15 clubs that were going to found this league were never going to change. So no matter if they finished bottom of this league, they would never be like relegated or anything. They'll always come back 
but yet the five teams that would enter based off their merits throughout the season they could change every year but yet the 15 that was there will never be dropped or anything so yeah it caused a lot of uh aggro a lot of confusion a lot of uh just a lot of shit really to do <laughs> especially in the footballing world uh the premier league itself Yeah, there was just loads of backlash to it. <laughs> like the Premier League threatened to kick all these six clubs out of the Premier League, which would have killed the Premier League in general. Because nobody, let's face it, like people around the world probably won't watch a Premier League if it doesn't have the likes of, say, City, Liverpool, United, Chelsea, Tottenham and Arsenal. Not that. All the clubs have been great anyway in the last few years. United have been crap for the last like four seasons or so to do with the Premier League. I think four seasons ago was when we finished second or something like that. Or was that two seasons ago? I can't remember now. To be honest, watching United's just painful at the moment because they don't really play well most of the matches and then the matches that they do play well you're like well why can't you play like this all the time and then the matches that you think they're gonna play well they always seem to suffer and just put out a really bad performance uh they never seem to start going until the other team scores first which is baffling to me uh, it's just the mentality side of things, really. If we could sort that out, then we should be all right. Like, I mean, we're second in the Premier League now, which is great, and we're probably going to finish second because what are we now like eight points in front of third place, or ten points in front. But we're definitely in the Champions League next year anyway because we're not going to slip out of the top four. But we should finish second now. City's obviously going to win the league. Um, Liverpool had a rocky year this year, considering they won. The, they were easily the best team for the last like two seasons or so. Even though they only won the the Premier League last season, but they only missed out by what was it like a couple points the season before. Um, Arsenal, Arsenal is just Arsenal. <laughs> Tottenham, well. I don't even know how they could get into Super League, to be fair. But hey-ho. I mean, they've been good to watch on and off for a good couple of seasons. But the last couple of seasons have just uh, gone back to kind of like the old Spurs way, really. I mean, I love watching all sorts of matches as long as they're entertaining and stuff. But to me, the Super League wouldn't have been that entertaining because it would have just been the same 15 teams. Uh, playing each other all the time for God knows how many years. I think it was like 23-year letter of intent or something. They all signed. And then they all pulled out within like 72 hours or whatever it was. <laughs> it only lasted about two and a half days, the announcement of this league, before they started pulling out. Um, I think City was the first to come out. It said Chelsea was the first to come out, but then they were the last ones to put anything out to say that they've actually pulled out of it. 
or withdrawn from the competition, should we say. So I don't really know. All I know is that all six clubs have now pulled out of it. Uh, they've all come out and said the usual PR shit. That was basically like, oh, yeah, well, um, we've messed up. We're really sorry. We're looking forward to taking these clubs forward, blah, 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 blah. But if you really felt that way, then you wouldn't have fucking signed up to it in the first place. Simple as. It was all just about money. They're all wealthy owners as it is. They're all worth like multi-millions or even billions of pounds, dollars, euros, whatever you want to say. They're worth a lot of money, each of the owners. So they really did not need any more money. They just basically wanted to do this as like a power move to try and reform UEFA in some way. But at the end of the day, UEFA and FIFA have always been pretty much the same sort of layouts for like, well, for as long as I can remember. So they're never going to change, really. It doesn't matter what you do. Just enjoy it for what it is, isn't it? And plus, you would have been giving your players more games. So about 70, possibly 80 games a season, which is fucking nuts. Like, considering that. A lot of these clubs only spend money. They only spend the money that comes into the club sort of thing. Especially like likes of Tottenham. Tottenham never really buy anyone unless they sell people first or they know that they're going to be able to sell players to, you know, get that sort of money back. Uh, Arsenal at the moment, apparently they don't really have that much money, so... They have to sell before they can buy. United have just been buying everyone under the sun for the last five years on stupid amount of money for stupid contracts. So that's where United have fucked up massively. So now everyone just assumes that United are willing to pay god-awful prices for average players. Um... Chelsea, Chelsea's been in a transfer embargo for like a year or so, and then they've come out and spent like 200 odd million in one summer. But that's that's Roman Abramovich for you. <laughs> Every new manager he gets, he always spends big for the managers. He always puts the money out for people. And then City, well, City's owned by uh, the wealthiest people in the world. So. <laughs> But they never seem to, like, pay stupid amount of prices for people, whereas United do, and that's what really annoys you about United because it's like, why why are we willing to pay someone, like, 350 grand a week to either sit on the bench or, you know, come on every so often or whatever? Like, to me, football's... They should just put salary caps on people, say say like 200 grand a week or something like that. Like, that's fine. That should be capped. What is it? Like 50% tax. So I think it's 50% anyway. So they'll be getting 100. All right. So say if we say like 300 grand a week, so that'll be 150 grand a week. But even if you're on 100 grand a week, like, you can easily live off that sort of money. You get it a week. So what's that in a month? That's like 
just under half a mil a month. If you can't fucking live off that, then there's something wrong, isn't there? And then going out spending like 80-odd million for one player, that's that shouldn't be allowed. That should never happen. Like, no player in the world is worth that amount of money. Like, that's just crazy money. Like, 50 million at most should be the most you should ever pay for someone. Like, even that to me seems extortionate. But saying that, I've never seen that sort of money in my life. So, and I probably never will. So, to me, that is always going to be crazy money to pay for somebody's services for about four or five years. Like, so if somebody came up, well, Basically, it'd be like, yeah, so if somebody came up to me and offered me, say, like 50 mil for me to work for them for five years, then, yeah, obviously I'd listen to it, but it depends what the job entails. And footballers, they all claim that they absolutely love the game, so to me, they shouldn't be getting, they shouldn't. You shouldn't be paying like 50 odd million for somebody who claims to love playing football. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Also, agents fees. They need to put a cap on agent fees because, again, there's people out there now like Haaland, the striker, which everyone's supposedly supposed to be going for in the summer. Apparently, he wants 577000 a week to play football. You're 19, mate. Like, genuinely, you can live off easily 50 grand a week. <laughs> like, yeah, you might be great at what you do, but asking for half a mil a week is fucking ridiculous. You're a kid. And that's basically because of his agent and his dad, who his dad works alongside his agent or something like that. They're just greedy fuckers. They want as much money as humanly possible. And, like, that needs to be stopped. Like, if people are going on about this Super League was basically all about greed, then what about, like, players' agents that, demand like 30 million just to be able to get this deal over the line for their player to be able to come to your club which then you'd have to pay say like an extra 80 million to that club so basically you're paying around 110 120 million just to procure this player's signature to be able to play for you for four to five years and then you're going to be willing to pay him like say 300 or grand a week like how is that possible like you're all going on about uh super league being money grabbers and stuff like that but what about these players that think they're all that because the media fucking hypes them up every two seconds and yeah they might be actual great players but the fact like the the agents and stuff just demands such high prices just so that they can get the opportunity to speak to the players absolutely beyond me like 
And also, agent fees should be paid by the players because they're the ones who have hired these people to get these deals done. The club should never pay agents fees. Because at the end of the day, the club have to, like, yeah, you have to speak to the agent, but the agent's working for the player. So why why isn't the player who is getting 300-odd grand a week paying this fucking agent to do his work? Why does the club have to pay him? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's never, it's always baffled me. The amount of money will get spent in football nowadays is absolute joke. It is ridiculous. I know there's going to be people that say, well, it's not ridiculous because you'll be getting the best players and all this stuff and you'll be seeing all these world-class players. Yeah, great. That's probably the positive side of stuff. But if you're thinking from the business point of view, which, let's not get anything wrong here. I know the Super League sounded like a shit idea, but you have to think, like, a business side of things. If you're buying a football club for hundreds of millions of pounds and you're only making like a third of that every year, then you're going to have to find a way to get more money into the club. That's why you see like loads of new sponsors coming. You see like shirt deals, shirt sponsors. Shirt prices go up every fucking year, which is a joke because you only wear it for one season. Just cap it off at like 40 quid or something. How much money do you really need from shirt sales? I get all mine from in China now anyway, so it's fine. (laughs) I know I shouldn't say that, but I do. I don't really care anymore. Like, I don't go out spending 50 six quid or 58 quid or whatever it is on a football shirt that's only going to be worn for one year yeah i'm gonna get more wear out of it because obviously i'll wear it i'll keep wearing it for years and years until it actually physically like breaks up and rips apart and stuff because i'm not paying like 50 or quid just for to be worn for one year but i mean the players are only wearing it for one year. And then every year that a new shirt comes out, obviously you're going to have kids that are like, well, I want that shirt because my best player's wearing it. And I, you know what I mean? It's just like a vicious cycle, a vicious cycle that never ends. But at the end of the day, it's business. You need to get your money in. You need to acquire the money that you you need or want. And it's just, yeah, like the money side of this Super League would have helped out these clubs massively, yes, and that's probably why they all signed on to do it. But would that money have actually gone back into the clubs? Some of them, probably, yeah. Others, no. Or if it did, then it would only be like about say 10% of what they got from the Super League, it wouldn't be that much even though apparently one of the agreements for the Super League was that all the money that you earn from the Super League had to go into investing in like stadium updates and you know, all that sort of finale, but 
at the end of the day, they're all like wealthy, rich, foreign owners, so they could say that they're doing that, but then they never will. This just just one them things. And now they're on about maybe like trying to do something that like German footballs do, where fifty one percent of the stakes of each club have to be owned by fans. And to be honest, if they did that over in England, a lot of clubs would go out of <laughs> a lot of clubs would go out of business. I reckon, unless you got like wealthy Brits that are willing to put in some sort of money. But then again. They're not going to put in the money if they're not going to seek any rewards from it so or financial benefits. So, I mean, it's it's all swings and roundabouts. Football nowadays has just become some sort of like... Uh, it's To me, it's just become some sort of like, um, like soap opera in a way. Like, every week there's some new story coming out of football or a team or a player, etc, etc. Sometimes, like, a lot of times the football isn't too great. A lot of times the players act like absolute pussies. Like, go back and watch games from, like, the 70s or 80s. I don't remember them, but I've seen clips of stuff. Because I wasn't obviously born in them eras. But I've seen clips and stuff. And my dad talks about like the old old football all the time. Like go watch like someone like Graham Souness. And people like that who used to go out and actual tackle people. They'd fucking fly through people and wouldn't even get booked and stuff. And like now you get booked for blowing on a player. And he'll fucking fall over screaming. Like. Get up, you fucking twat. Like, somebody taps them on the shoulder, they'll go down holding their face as if they've been fucking whacked by a sledgehammer. Like, get up. Fucking play on. Earn your fucking 200 odd grand a week. Like, stop being such a nonce. I actually enjoy women's football better than men's football at the moment because they, they just get on with it and, like, you know, play better football half time. Like, men's football is becoming some sort of fucking joke at the moment. Like, everyone fucking going down screaming as if they've been fucking decapitated and stuff like that. It's, and people getting booked for, like, not even touching people. Like, people getting penalties just. For diving and stuff. Like. Get up. Play it the right way. Play it the respectful way. Play it the way that. um, Football was created for. To be fun. Entertaining. To bring people together. Not fucking. Roll around. In the. On the grass. Dirtying up your kit. Which you've probably only worn for like. Ten minutes of a match. And. You know. Just get up. Play the game. Carry on. Shoot more instead of fucking passing order. That's another thing I don't understand. Why is every team in the Premier League now trying to play expansive and attractive style football? Everyone's playing the same way. That's why you're getting boring matches. Because they're all playing this 
exact the same way as each other. Like, <laughs> analyze the team first, who you're going to play. If they play in that sort of way, then come up with new efficient ways of playing. Like, you have to play a long ball sometimes. I know people don't like long ball football, but if you're only passing side to side for like 20 minutes a game and then, you know, never crossing or never shooting, then you're not going to get fucking anywhere, are you? Let's be honest. And that's another thing what annoys the shit out of me with United is that they've got players there that have got a hell of a foot on them. But for some reason, they're not shooting. They're always trying to walk it in as if like they fucking like they own the place. Mate, it's football. Fucking shoot a bit. Like shoot, cross it. Anything can happen. Could come off a defender. It could even come off the bloody linesman or something and go in the back of it. I don't fucking know. It could happen. Like do something with it. Stop passing it side to side all the time because that's when people, like, you know, suss you out in the first five minutes of the match. Like, oh, yeah, they're going to pass from side to side all the f- in time so we can just stand here and, you know, not do anything. So, yeah, as you can tell, football really annoys me at times. I'd say at least 90% of the games that I watch, I get annoyed because it's just fucking boring. (laughs) Like, make up your mind what you want to do. Do you want to, like, shoot, score, score goals to entertain, or do you just want to pass it around and try and win 1-0? Which do you prefer seeing? I prefer seeing people trying, like, shooting more goals. If there's loads of goals in the match, then you know it's probably a semi-decent match to watch. If you see the headlines like 1-0, you're probably going to be like, oh, that's it. Like, don't get me wrong, yeah, some 1-0s are actually quite entertaining and there's a lot of tackles and stuff and whatnot, and it's really fun to watch. But 98% of the time when it's a 1-0-er, it's fucking boring. Like, they all stand off each other and it's just one play that made, you know, Somebody went up and scored. Anyway, I'm going to stop now. I'm just going to go because, you know, I've said quite a lot today. But, yeah, Super League's not happening now, thank fuck. I mean, it probably would have been cool to watch for one season and then after that it probably would just, again, got boring because uh, all the top teams would want to win all the time. So they'd all want to try and outplay each other and it just would have been shit. So, yeah, that's not happening. Champions League's been reformed, but I can't be asked going into detail about that because I, I don't really care anymore. They try and change it up so many times, and it just always, yeah, always benefits the bigger clubs, which I don't see. It's the same with the World Cup and the Euros. I, it's, it's just they only care about the bigger teams at the moment, and it's just fucking stupid. Like, my hometown, Berry. Went out of business. All because, like, football leagues or clubs wouldn't help them out financially. So you can all fucking do one. Like, you know, <laughs> simple as. But yeah, anyway. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all that. Keep being awesome. Keep being safe. Keep being respectful at all times. Keep your head up. We're getting through this. 
not long now until we can, you know, see others and be with others. And I will be on Twitch at some point today and tomorrow and probably every day, to be honest, because I try and go on at least an hour every day. Anyway, um, I have been me. You have been you. If you've got anything to tell me, let me know. Send me emails. Send me messages. And that is all, really, because I don't do outros, and I never will, and I never can, because I generally don't know what to say. So, yeah, keep being awesome, people. I'll speak to you very soon.